Hello, this is Anvati from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 21st of April. India reported 2,380 new coronavirus cases and 56 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry data, a mild increase from yesterday's count. The current number of active cases in the country stands at 13,433. The daily positivity rate was recorded as 0.53%, whereas the national COVID-19 recovery rate remained at 98.76%. Meanwhile, the Delhi Disaster Management Authority has decided to make masks compulsory in public spaces again and a fine of rupees 500 for those in violation. The meeting was attended by Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia, Chief Secretary, AIMS Director Dr. Randeep Guleria, Director of National Centre for Disease Control Dr. S.K. Singh and other senior officers, according to NDTV. According to government data, nearly 97% of the 578 who died in Delhi from January to March had the Omicron variant. After four months of strict lockdown, Hong Kong on Thursday announced the reopening of gyms, beauty parlours, theme parks and cinemas, according to News18, as the city saw a decline in the number of daily cases. The global coronavirus caseload has topped 507 million, while the deaths have crossed 6.20 million. Over 11.20 billion have been vaccinated, according to the John Hopkins University. In India, the coronavirus has infected more than 4 crore 30 lakh 49,000 and claimed over 5 lakh 22,000 lives since the outbreak of the pandemic. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson arrived in Ahmedabad on Thursday morning. Johnson is on a two-day visit to India. PTI reported that he will announce a number of commercial agreements as a part of quote-unquote new era in bilateral trade and investment ties during his visit to India. The British High Commission has said that the UK and Indian businesses would confirm 1 billion GBP in new investments and export deals, the Hindustan Times reported. These deals range from software engineering to health and come with the promise of creating nearly 11,000 jobs in the United Kingdom. The Commission noted in a statement, and I quote, our collaboration with one of the world's fastest-growing economies, slashing trade barriers for UK businesses and driving jobs and growth at home. Unquote. Johnson met Adani Group Chairman Gautam Adani on the first day of his tour in Ahmedabad today. Adani shared a picture of the meeting on Twitter, writing, and I quote, Honoured to host Boris Johnson, the first UK PM to visit Gujarat, at Adani HQ. Delighted to support climate and sustainability agenda with focus on renewables, green H2 and new energy. Will also work with UK companies to co-create defence and aerospace technologies. Unquote. In a statement, Johnson said, and I quote, As I arrive in India today, I see vast possibilities for what our two great nations can achieve together. From next-generation 5G telecoms and AI to new partnerships in health research and renewable energy. The UK and India are leading the world. Unquote. The visit was originally scheduled for last year but delayed due to COVID. According to NDTV, the visit will focus on stepping up cooperation in the Indo-Pacific. 
giving momentum to the negotiations on a free trade agreement between the two countries as well as enhancing defense ties. Following a PIL against the Criminal Procedure Identification Act 2022, the Delhi High Court on Thursday issued a notice to the central government and directed that a reply be filed within 6 weeks, Baran Bench reported. The public interest litigation was filed in Delhi High Court by Harshit Goel, challenging the constitutional validity of the provisions of the Criminal Procedure Identification Act 2022. The PIL seeks a judicial review of the act which was passed in Lok Sabha on April 4, 2022 and the Rajya Sabha on April 6, 2022. The act has been controversial since its introduction. It will allow authorities to take measurements of convicts and other persons for the purposes of identification and investigation in criminal matters and to preserve those records these measurements include fingerprints palm prints and footprints photographs iris and retina scan physical and biological samples and their analysis and so on even behavioral attributes such as signature handwriting or any other examination Referred under Section 53 or Section 53A of CRPC can be collected under this Act, even forcibly if needed. The new Act is the replacement of the Identification of Prisoners Act 1920, which had provisions to record finger and footprint and photographs of a limited category of convicted and non-convicted persons, according to the print. The PIL challenges the validity of various sections of the new act and has asked the court to declare them unconstitutional and void. The petition states and I quote, it is submitted that the A4 said provisions are arbitrary, excessive, unreasonable, disproportionate, devoid of substantive due process and in violation of fundamental rights of the citizens of India as well as the basic structure of the Constitution of India 1950. and thus are liable to be struck down by this honorable court unquote after halting the demolition of illegal structures in jahangirpuri of delhi the supreme court stated and i quote it will take serious view of all demolitions after our decision unquote the ndtv reported on wednesday morning multiple bulldozers raised down various structures in jahangirpuri including the gate of a mosque The demolitions continued for several hours even after the apex court had ordered a status quo stay on the demolition drive. The bulldozers were sent to the area after communal clashes broke out on Saturday during a Hanuman Jayanti procession. A bench led by Justice Nageshwara Rao directed the New Delhi Municipal Corporation which falls under the BJP and led yesterday's anti-encroachment drive against continuing demolitions till final orders are passed. The court stated that quote unquote serious view of the matter was needed because the demolitions did not halt even after Chief Justice NV Ramana ordered they be halted representative of the Jahangirpuri petitioners senior lawyer Dushyant Dave argued that an overnight decision was taken to remove encroachments from the violence hit area and the drive was launched without any notice this decision was led by NDMC mayor based on a complaint by the Delhi BJP chief hearing another petition related to the demolition represented by Kapil Sibbal it was stated that there is an attack against one community the muslim majority population in the area but the court disregarded it
Instead, the judges asked whether no Hindu properties were demolished at Jahangir Puri on Wednesday. Kapil Sibyl cited example of Madhya Pradesh, where Chief Minister Shivrat Singh Chauhan had claimed if Muslims carry out such attacks, then they should not expect justice. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, appearing for the government, said, and I quote, Allegation that one community is targeted is incorrect. In Madhya Pradesh's Khargon, which has become a topic of all debates, 88 affected parties are Hindus. I'm sorry I have to bifurcate them. Government doesn't want to. I'm being compelled to. Unquote. The Hindustan Times reported. Listeners, let me take a moment to remind you of another communal altercation when Hindutva groups opposed open Friday namaz in Gurgaon last year. Many Muslim people from the area were stopped from using open parks for their Friday namaz. After so many media reports, police interventions and continued protests from right-wing groups, the issue was dropped from the 24-7 news cycles. But my colleague Tanishka Sodi went to the area where the dispute originated to investigate where the matter stands now. There are only six spots left for open namaz, down from 150 in 2018, while no action has been taken against the Hindutva groups. Read her report titled, We don't want conflict, we don't want to fight, the battle of shrinking namaz space for Gurugram Muslims, on newslaundry.com, to see how the communal divide has robbed some residents of Gurugram of their right to public spaces. Listeners, if you like the report and the work that we do, consider supporting us. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence because we don't depend on them for ads. Our journalism is funded by you, our subscribers. So if you aren't already a part of our ad-free system, do consider subscribing by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner with cost as low as Rs. 300. Jignesh Mevani, Gujarat MLA, was arrested from a circuit house in Palanpur by Assam police late Wednesday night. The arrest was based on a complaint by BJP leader over now-removed tweets on Prime Minister Narendra Modi, the NDTV reported. BJP leader from Kokrajar in Assam, Arup Kumar De, had filed the complaint. Mevani was first taken to Ahmedabad, from where he was taken to Assam this morning to be processed. In a tweet shared by ANI, Mevani's team stated, and I quote, Police yet to share FIR copy with us. Prima facie, we have been informed about some cases filed against him in Assam. Unquote. Some of Mevani's Twitter feed has been restricted. Two of his recent tweets from April 18 are blocked with a statement from Twitter, quote, This tweet from Jignesh Mevani 80 has been withheld in India in response to a legal demand, unquote. It is unclear what the offensive tweets contained. However, the Deccan Herald claimed the arrest was over recent tweets after communal violence in Gujarat, in which Mevani had called Prime Minister Narendra Modi a supporter of Nathuram Godse who assassinated M.K. Gandhi. According to NDTV, the FIR has charges like criminal conspiracy, promoting enmity between communities, intentional insult with intent to provoke breach of peace, and sections of the Information Technology Act. Mevani is an independent MLA from Vadgam, and last year he extended his support to Congress. 
in the state elections slated for later this year, he had confirmed to contest as a member of the Congress party. Meanwhile, Congress party members, including Gujarat Congress President Jagdish Thakur, reached Ahmedabad airport to protest this arrest and raised slogans against the Bharatiya Janata Party. Alt News co-founder Pratik Sinha tweeted, and I quote, Assam police travelling all the way from Gujarat to arrest Jignesh Mewani over a harmless tweet that has nothing to do with Assam is the latest example of the BJP blatantly misusing institutions to target members of the opposition. Unquote. Russian President Vladimir Putin on Thursday hailed Russia's quote-unquote liberation of Mariupol despite a last remaining Ukrainian stronghold in the Azovstal steel plant, Al Jazeera reported. This comes after Defence Minister Sergei Shoigu told him Moscow controlled the Ukrainian port city apart from the giant steel plant, NDTV claimed. The report noted that a full control of the Mariupol on the Azov Sea can be seen as a major strategic victory for Russia. The port would help to connect annexed Crimea to the territories of pro-Russian separatists in eastern Ukraine. Shoigu told Putin during a televised meeting, and I quote, Mariupol has been liberated. The remaining nationalist formations took refuge in the industrial zone of the Azovstal plant, unquote. The minister said around 2,000 Ukrainian soldiers remained inside the plant. Governor of Luhansk stated that Russia now controls 80% of the eastern region. Whereas, Ukraine's president Volodymyr Zelensky said that the Russian forces were being quote-unquote maximally cruel in southern and eastern regions of the country. It is day 57 of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. More than 5 million people have fled from Ukraine since the invasion, according to the United Nations. As the Russian president celebrated the alleged liberation of Mariupol, nine civilian bodies were found in the town of Borodyanka outside the Ukrainian capital Kyiv, Hindustan Times reported. Some of these bodies bore signs of torture, according to the local police. Since Russia pulled back its forces from towns and villages around Kyiv, a trail of bodies and graves have been discovered, including the mass killings in Bucha. Ukrainian officials are now accusing Russia of genocide. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.